podcast. It's mine for the minute, but it's ours to share. If you want to ever come on here for an interview or a debate, obviously try and give me a shout in the inbox when all that starts. For the minute, it's my my podcast, and it's called No Holds Barred. I'm Big Ben. That's what I'm known as. Been called that for a lot of years. Nickname, as you'd expect, coming from London. And interestingly enough, it's named after a boxer who then, in theory, the bell was named after. Some dispute about that, but um, his name was Ben Caunt. Well-known boxer back in the day, one of the first heavyweight champions uh, for the UK. Um, As I say, so famous across the country that they supposedly nicknamed the Bell Big Ben in the clock tower at the Houses of Parliament. Anyway, interesting fact for you, but yeah, that's my nickname too. So thank you, Ben Court, and thank you, Houses of Parliament, clock tower. That's just recently finished its uh, renovations, by the way. Uh, Four years, I think, they were closed. So the renovations should be finished now, and it should be working again, I believe. So if you ever get a chance, get yourself to London, have a look at that Big Ben, think of me. Anyway, this week I'm going to be talking about music, the science of music. Told you, I like looking into the subjects, all subjects, history, geography, this time it's music. The reason I'm talking about music is I've just finished a new song, making a new song. Um, I like producing, I like playing around with music. Love music since I was so high. I love music all my life, and all all types of music. I love mu- uh, classical music. I love blues, jazz, reggae. You name it: house music, dance music, rock music, pretty much any genre that you could think of. Uh, a couple of music that I'm not that into, but won't mean I won't listen to them. And that's where I get my inspiration from. Just. Any the diversity eclectic depends on my mood, and there we go. Mood music a lot of people don't realize the power and the science behind music. Music does have a science, there's a lot of research into it now about how it affects our moods. We're talking about health, well being. I like the fullness of being a well rounded human being. Emotional health, physical health, all aspects of health. So it goes without saying that part of that is our mood. We all have them, mood swings. Go through hormonal moods. We go through moods affected by our circumstances, moods affected by our day. But ultimately, we have a lot of dictated days where our moods are affected. Now, we might want to be happy, but something happens in our day that makes us sad. Something happens in our day that makes us angry. You know, a little bit of self-control, you might be able to overcome that, but it's very difficult to do. And that's the power of the mood and how it can alter your whole day. If you think how many people may have gone to prison because of a mood they couldn't handle. How many people have broken up with partners because of a mood that they couldn't control. That's the power of 
the emotion behind a mood. We can do things, yet again, like I said, to help ourselves. I said this in previous podcasts. It's all about self-help. How can you help yourself be a better human being? You can help yourselves with the type of music you listen to. There's a lot of research, as I said, behind music, the effects of music on us. And even to the fact that it goes into the plant world, the animal kingdom, how it affects plants. They often say that if you play classical music to um, plants and flowers, they grow better. They grow healthier. Because for whatever reason, they feed off of those those sound waves that come through the air. And those sound waves mean a lot. The tones, the notes, the keys that are being played, they all tell a story, create a mood for which you can feed off of. Even to the point where scientific research shows that your mood will be affected the next day by the type of music you listen to the night before. The type of music you fall asleep listening to. That's a very powerful uh, subconscious effect. If you ever fall asleep listening to music, I strongly suggest that you listen to healthy, relaxing music. Because if you listen to, say, drum and bass or jungle as you fall asleep, more up-tempo, where the pace is a lot quicker, then the chances are that you might find that the next morning you feel a little bit anxious. You don't know why. Why has this affected your mood? It is literally the music you're listening to, the music you're falling asleep listening to. It affects your driving. If you listen to slow music, then you drive slower. If you listen to fast-paced music, BPM, then you drive quicker. So it's not that complicated. It's kind of self-evident, to be fair. But the research is now out there. It does prove that these things are relevant to our daily lives how it affects us. You know, a lot of music has a very angry undertone, aggressive. Does that affect our mood? Yes, it does. Whether we like it or not, it affects our moods. It can make us more aggressive, especially, again, if we fall asleep listening to it. So there's a science behind the music. Now, I've known that I used to say silly little things like, doesn't matter what car you're driving in, if you put classical music on, it feels like you're in a Rolls Royce. That's right, it feels like you're in a Rolls Royce. There's just a vibe that comes off of that music. It's why people have a lover's tape. So you've got your spouse coming round, romantic evening. What do you do? You drop on some romantic music. You see the boxers, they pick fight music. Music that's going to hype them up, ready for a fight, their favourite song. Sports stars, before they come out for a, a game, are often listening to music with their headphones on. So music has a lot of influence in our daily life. But above and beyond that, there's the subconscious that's picking up on lyrics. A lot of people say, I don't, don't really listen to the lyrics, but language passes your conscious state. It goes into your subconscious state. So whether you're listening to the lyrics or not is irrelevant. You can be zoned out. You can be busy. You could be doing gardening. You could be um, training in the gym and not hearing the lyrics. But those lyrics are going into your subconscious. Now, if you have unhealthy lyrics for an unhealthy lifestyle, 
that's questionable, personal, obviously. We, we could go into the science of what is unhealthy, but we'll do that another day. But for today, I'm just talking about the music itself. So if you're listening to the lyrics and those lyrics are unhealthy and you're subconsciously processing those lyrics, then you might find yourself almost acting out the mantras in those lyrics. You've got tones that you use that's going to make you feel depressed. If they're using a certain note, then you could find yourself, why are you depressed? Why do you feel depressed after the workout makes no sense? It could be the music that you're listening to. Although that exercise is going to release the chemicals in your body that's going to help make help you feel good, it doesn't mean that the music's going to balance that. You know, why do people, when they've had a breakup, reach for certain songs with a certain tone? They're reaching for something that speaks to their subconscious. And this is all about being a healthier human being. So I've always said that, you know, we, we like to diet. Diets is all about sticking to a certain regime, certain food, certain time of the year, whatever. And that's all well and good. But at the end of the day, food has a purpose to play. And likewise, music has a purpose to play. Because at the end of the day, if you need a pick-me-up and you're feeling down, I strongly suggest that you do not listen to music that creates a depressive vibe. Why? Because you're feeding the depression. Alternatively, if you're feeling down, reach for a happy song. Something that's bubbly, something that lifts, lifts your spirits up. Because then you're going to feel happier and healthier. But use music the way that it was supposed to be used, and that was to talk to your spirit, talk to you, talk to your body. Don't forget, even things to do with your, the BPM, the BPM actually sets your heart rate. That's how powerful music is. So music speaks to your body. Your body interacts with the sound waves that come to you. And then you, in turn, can reset your whole heart rate towards the beat of that BPM in that song. Now that might not be necessarily healthy for you. As I said, it can create anxiety, it can create uh, moods within you that are unhealthy. If you raise your heart rate, and you're raising your heart rate when it shouldn't be raised because of blood pressure and things like that, then you're affecting that. So we should always, always interact with music, interact with diet, in a, a healthy way that we need. And as I said, it's all about understanding ourselves, understanding our body, researching ourselves. What do we feel? How do we feel? Look internally at our moods. Am I likely to need a pick-me-up later because I've had a tough day at work? Then what do you do? You get in your car, driving home, you reach for uplifting music. I suppose something like uplifting house. Or you've had a stressful day and you might need to relax a little bit. So then you pick some relaxing jazz, something ambient. But music has a big part to play in our daily lives. Nature works with it. We work with it. Sometimes we underrate how in tune we are with everything around us. We've split and separated all aspects of learning. History is history, geography is geography, maths is math. That's fine. But how do they work together? 
geography, history, science, maths. How does that all work together? We are understanding or learning these things. How does the human body work with nature? How does nature work with the human body? We're literally in tune with nature. Just like the animals. Well, how do the animals know that spring's here? It's not just the temperature. Because animals are in tune with nature. As I've said before, when there's a natural disaster, what happens? The animals often respond first. Before the natural disaster has even occurred because they're in tune with nature. Have we become so disassociated with nature in our thinking that we overpower the natural reaction, the natural instinct within us? I believe that we have. You think what we do on our, gen our general day, IT, um, picking up our phone all day long, on social media, very little to do with nature. How often do we go for a walk? How often do we just sit and look at the trees? If you think about a baby, what does a baby do? You put a mobile above a baby's head in the cot. That's gentle, light movement. Gentle, light movement. And you do it for a purpose, to relax the baby, to hold the baby's attention, to calm the baby. But we don't have mobiles when we're older, or do we? I'm not talking about mobile phones. I'm talking about mobiles that hang over a baby's cot. That's what they're called. We have trees. We have plants. They move very, very similar to a mobile. And if you sit and you watch the trees, the trees, nature, it all has a rhythm. It all has a sound. Very calming. That's why they tell people in Canada, I said this the other week, in Canada they prescribe people to go to the national parks as, as medicine, as a form of health. They prescribe it. They give you an annual pass for your health. Well, why would you do that? But this goes back full circle to what I said in previous podcasts. Why is everybody waiting to get unhealthy to take care of themselves? Why? Why are you waiting? Anyway, on that note, I'm going to drop a little song, another one I've made, and I'll come back to you straight after the break.
Welcome back, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that little track. We're talking about music, so I'm going to drop a couple more songs today than I would normally, for obvious reasons. I'm also going to mix up the music a little bit, and I'm going to let you do a little experiment on yourself, where you can listen to the music, go away afterwards, check out your playlists, go through different genres, see how it makes you feel. A lot of people study listening to classical music. Why? Because it fires up the brain. You're able to take in more information. Again, research proves these things. So to study listening to classical music, um, one of the other aspects of development is arts, music. If all you do is academic work and no arts, then you do not develop your brain fully. And when you open up those neural pathways for the arts, it helps you to study more academically, makes you smarter. That's a, again, research has proven it. So these are the effects that music has on our lives. The fact that you can even be smarter or, again, we're not talking about IQ levels. We're talking about retaining information. We're talking about um, studies, things like that. Again, that's another subject. I want to talk about IQ, different levels of IQ, different types of IQ in another podcast. So I don't want to veer off too much, holding myself back. But yeah, same principle. If you study what's listening to classical music, then you're more likely to retain the information and study better, learn better, get better grades. That's just the way it is. You might not like it, but that's just the way it is. So... Again, what does your playlist look like? Does your playlist look healthy? Does your playlist create moods that are healthy for you, your mind, your mental health? These are all principles. If you listen to old music, many, many years ago, I know classic stuff, I'm not going to say about classic music, I'm talking about classic music, not classical music. A lot of it was very up-tempo, a lot of it was very uplifting, very jolly. You've got the old war songs, very jolly. Some of them are sad because they were talking about sad subjects. Like spouses not coming home. But, in general, you'll find that a lot of music was fun. Comical lyrics. Whereas today we've lost that. So we've lost that. There was a famous philosopher that said, uh, to understand a culture, the morality of a culture, listen to its music. You know, what does our music say about us in the UK, in the Western world? I know for a fact that we've moved further away from love songs and more towards dating, sex. And that's a fact. We used to have, if you look to old music, old music was a lot more about love. Whereas today it's more about breakups. We had songs like Love and Marriage. Love and marriage. I won't sing because I haven't got that voice. But now we don't. We talk about breakups. We talk about people cheating on us. What does that say about our society? If the philosopher is right. Because in many cultures, that's what you look to. Music is used to tell a story. And to tell a story that captures your culture. You go to an African village, you'll get a song there. You'll go to a Chinese village, you'll get a song there. But then they capture their culture. 
So then we look at our playlists and we say, what are we listening to? Is it healthy, mentally healthy for us and our development? Is it holding us back, causing us misery, causing us depression, causing us sadness, causing us sorrow, causing us self-destruction? Because there's a lot of music can cause self-destruction. Self-destruction, we don't talk about that much in society. We talk about self-harm. But self-harm is self-destruction. How many times have you heard that somebody that's done something what we would call wicked in society, like shooting innocent people or committing a crime, how many times have we heard that those people were listening to a certain type of music? What, what's, what's it done for them? It has helped to inspire them. It's influenced, it's empowering them to feel those emotions, nurturing those emotions so that they can go out and feel confident committing this violent act. A lot of people don't accept that music, I don't know, I was the same when I was growing up, music's very influential in my life. So for me, music wasn't fake. I used to watch wrestling and I'd watch movies. I could understand, well, even as a child, it was hard to understand that wrestling was fake. Eventually you grow up like Santa Claus and you realise it's fake. But we don't often talk about how fake music is, the fact that it's like Hollywood. The fact that these are often actors playing a part. We don't talk about how it's scripted. We don't talk about how many of the people with certain lyrics are talking like actors, playing a part. Those lyrics are not real. They're not real experiences. They may be something that they feel, an anger that they feel. I hate this person. But it's not real. It's just a, a part that they play to sell you music. Because it's entertainment. It's extreme entertainment, just like Hollywood is extreme entertainment. How many people would sit down and watch a Hollywood film or buy a song if it was mundane, if it was just about everyday life? Today I wash the dishes. Tomorrow I do the ironing. We wouldn't, we wouldn't buy it. So we take extreme aspects of society and put it into our entertainment so that we can be entertained because the mundane is boring. We do the mundane ourselves. We want to escape from that reality. I've said that before. It's far easier to believe in fantasy than it is reality because fantasy is easier to cope with. So we use these things as escapism. I'm going to cut to another song. And then we'll come back.
Welcome back, welcome back. Right, we're still on the subject of music. I hoped you liked that one. And even if you didn't, it's art. It's not for everyone, it's not everyone's taste. There's plenty of famous pop stars that I've never bought an album, very rarely listen to their music. Why? Because it's not for everybody. You can't please everybody. Music is a taste, it's a taste for an occasion, like I said, it's a mood. You might not be in the mood, might love the song tomorrow, but just not like it today. Anyway, so what you find with music as well is music is replacing the father figure in the home. Today we have 70% of homes where there is no father figure. 70% of homes where there's no father figure. These are children being raised in a home where they're looking for a father figure. And what they often do is and this again, the research is out there. What I say, look for yourself. But I've seen it, I've researched it, I've looked into it and I've understood it. Some would say I've lived it. But music becomes like a father figure. We look up to these musicians, we look up to their words. They become like a father to us. And we adopt them as gospel truth. We adopt their lifestyles. We adopt their fashions, we adopt their image, their haircuts, just like you would mimicking your father if you exalted and looked up to your father until you turn into a, the age where you start despising your father. Some people do. That's another subject again. Don't worry, we're going to cover all these subjects over the weeks and months to come. But the reality is, is that you are going to be more likely to believe the music is real. Make a pop star your idol, your father figure, if you come from a home with an absentee father. And that in itself is dangerous. Why? Because most pop music, if you listen to most pop music, one, it's written by youngsters. Now, what? how much are you going to learn from a youngster about being a grown-up? Not so much. How many bills have they paid? How many mortgages have they applied for? How many jobs have they applied for? Not so many. So you are now in a situation where you're not learning real world skills from a father. You're learning Hollywood skills from a father. Pretending, acting, violence, drama. Whatever it is, you're picking up on those things that are coming across in the music and perceiving and believing and trying to reenact them in your daily life as your own. Because you won't separate the music from your life. You cannot separate it from reality. Because no one's ever said to you, and you probably won't believe it, especially as a youngster, this music is fake. They are playing a part just like actors on TV. And if you cannot understand that, then you're in the first hurdle, first problem. But as I said, there's a thing called denial, especially when you're young. Just like I couldn't accept that wrestling was not real. That's the reality of music. So here you are again with 70% of the population of youngsters, the next generation, listening to music and perceiving and believing that that is a reality. 
You see it on the high street all the time. People dressed like their favourite pop star that was on the red carpet the night before. That day they run out and they're dressing like a pop star on a red carpet. Because that's what they think is reality. You see it when they're talking about shooting somebody. Whatever it is. Anger. Sleeping around. Dumping this person. They're reenacting because they believe this is their moral compass now. Why? Because they are from a home with an absentee father. That's another matter altogether and we're going to cover that again. The statistics are out there. The research is out there and the effects that it has on you and your home and your family. What music are you playing around your kids? What music are you influencing your kids by? You know, if you're going to turn around and play certain music to your children and wonder why your children are behaving a certain way at a certain age, sometimes you have to look at yourself and say, what did I do? Did I introduce them to something that was unhealthy? Did I introduce them to something that has created that mood, that environment, that perception of life? But these things are very important to everyday life. You see people, hey, you walk down the street tomorrow when you go to work or school or whatever you're doing, and you look around and you see how many people have headphones in, how many people are listening to music? How many people are putting on YouTube for music videos? How many people are tuning into the BAFTAs and all these other awards shows? And you have to ask yourself, this influence is going into 70% of the population as a father figure. And again, accountability. Record companies... Artists, there's no accountability. Why should there be? It's a, it's a entertainment, it's a form of entertainment. It's escapism. Why would you need accountability? There's a warning on the box, is there not? Parental advisory, if there is any issues with the music. But you don't, there's no accountability needed then. That's a disclaimer. But it's very hard to get 70% of the population to understand that what they're listening to isn't real life. And sadly, real life is a little bit mundane. We can make it more interesting, we can find healthy pursuits to make it more interesting, but it doesn't make for great listening. I went to the gym today. That's your lyrics. For how long is that? I ran on the treadmill. I lifted some weights. Do you see what I'm saying? It's, it's, you're not going to tune into that as music. Might have a great beat, but chances are, but so you have you need extreme. It's what we put on a TV for Hollywood. I say Hollywood, obviously there's lots of other uh, movie makers and media makers, but we we do it. We all do it. I've had a tough day at work. What's on the TV? Let me have a little look for something. Maybe a, a thriller, an action, cop chase, because it's. Entertainment, and this goes back to a previous conversation. Society is blaming police for the way they're responding, but society itself has become more violent, more tolerant to violence, more accepting of violence. It's in our music for 
So I'm going to end on this note. To understand the culture of a people, listen to its music. And on that note, I'm going to leave you with one more song today. The reason I'm leaving you with one more song, for obvious reasons. Because this was all about music and the effects that music can have on us. So I'm going to leave this song with you. See how it fits. As I said, you might not like it, but it doesn't matter. It's just about experimenting, seeing what it's all about. A little bit of entertainment. And we hope to see you next week with our podcast. No Holds Barred. I'm Big Ben. Take care this week. Sorry it's late again. As I said, here's what it is. Do my best. Got other commitments. Take care for this week. God bless. Signing out. Peace.